Hey, welcome to my podcast today, Kevin Elworth Unplugged, uh, where we talk about life, leadership, and all the things in between. Uh, I am just excited to be able to connect with you for a few minutes today and to talk with you about toughness. Uh, we're going to make this short, sweet, and to the point. I want to just get right at it. Um, I, I have really been thinking quite frequently or a lot recently about the idea of tenacity and and toughness. There is a, a f- element of toughness that has to come at life or you come at life with a tenacity, a resiliency that just determines your outcome that is just not going to cave when it comes to the trouble or the difficulty that you face. You know, there's always going to be an adversity that comes up against you that's going to try to get you to back off or back down or get back in line. Um, those kind of things. I, I, I like to, I like to look at this or think of this in regard, um, with the idea of a resistance against you and the resistance against you is to keep you in line with where you currently are at. I, I really like the imagery of like an uphill climb. I've always talked when I, when I deal with my clients, I've always um, kind of associated the idea of what were you going to, what would you expect if you were going to climb Mount Everest? I don't know. Have you ever done any mountain climbing before? Have you ever been involved or engaged in any kind of like, you know, cross country trekking like that or mountain climbing or anything? I've, I've done a lot of mountain climbing in my day, not so much recently, but in a, a lot of years ago, I was, you know, when I was a kid, I was in the Boy Scouts and we were in a, in a backpacking troop. And so we did some climbing and it was amazing. And I, and I remember one, um, twice, actually, I went on a trip with some good friends of mine back when I was in high school and we climbed several 14,000 feet peaks in the Colorado Rockies and what an experience. But I'll be honest with you, there was, there was some really, really tough moments that you had to go through, even though that, you know, these are pretty populated peaks and the trails to the top are pretty well trodden and they're very clearly lined out. It's not like you're pioneering or cutting a path towards something you were, you're taking away that had been paved out for you. I mean, it's not paved, but it was cut. Right. But, and, and, but these were amazing moments. I mean, the one experience that I remember, it was just, I think there was four of us that had gone on this trip and we did it in three days. So we ascended to like the tree line the first day and spent the night there. And then went from there to the peak, this, you know, the summit on this, on the second day, came back to our campsite and then came down the third day. And it, and it was a great experience and we probably could have done it in less time than that, but it was just amazing to be able to have those kind of moments and, you know, have a couple nights on the mountain and as cold as that was, and as un- uncomfortable as it was, there just had to have that will to just tenaciously decide I am going to continue in this. I don't want to give up. Um, I think those experiences are really good for a reason because they interpret or they go with us as we go through life and recognize that there is a new toughness that has to be met with every single day and everything you're, you're up against. You know, we all have these fanatical moments in our lives where we fantasize about what it will be. And then when we get into it and we start hitting these brick walls or these, um, these, the ascent that's steeper and a little bit more treacherous than you thought it was going to be, it gives you that, that question of, do you really want to do this? Do you really want to go down this path? I mean, I can remember on one of these climbs that we were on, I think we were climbing um, a mountain called Half Peak. 
was, I, I don't know if it was a 14er, but it was close. And uh, it, the summit of this p- particular peak was just flat. It wasn't, a, it wasn't like a, you know, a mountain peak like this, but I remember one, one sketchy area we had to cross was literally like a knife edge. It was about a foot wide and it was just boulders and down each side, one side was just sheer cliff. It was straight down. And the other side was, you know, it's probably 60, 70 degree angle. It was very steep. And so you've got this like knife edge that you're crossing. That's about 10, 15 feet long and you've got to traverse this edge and it does a sketchy. And, and so there was some people in our group that were like, you know what, I think I've, I've come as far as I can go. And, and honestly, there were some people that st- stayed back at like, you know, quote unquote base camp that day. They just decided, listen, I can't do this. This is, this is it. This is it for me. I can't go beyond this. It's too cold. It's too wet. It's too uncomfortable. And the reality is, is that what we're going to go through into life is going to require the same questions of us. Is this as far as you can go? Have you done all that you thought you could do? And, you know, I was just talking with one, one of my clients about this this morning, and, and he's up against a, a really life-altering decision. And, and this is going to be the make-or-break moment for him. This is going to be the moment where he decides, you know what, I am in this or I'm, I've come as far as I can go. And then, and, and then honestly, what you have to do is you have to understand that for the rest of your life, you're going to wonder what would have happened. You know, I don't know about you, but I, I have spent a lot of my time just kind of envisioning. Um, I think it's very important for you to envision what the end of your life looks like. And, and what I teach when, I, when it comes to like coaching sessions and coaching clients, one of the things I really, really drill into and hammer my people with is the importance of envisioning yourself at the destination. What, what destination? It doesn't really matter what the destination is, if it's the next big change for you or if it's your deathbed moment. And then looking back over the, the period of the few years before that or the 20 years before that or whatever and, and visualizing, visualizing what your life has accomplished. It's so important to be able to visualize what you would accomplish because without that moment, we will, uh, um, we will, we will experience less than we ever want to because we've never took time to visualize what that moment needs to become. You know, so many people get into this facet of life where they're just, you know, they're essentially grateful for what they have right now and they don't want to jeopardize that. And so they never call into question what else could be. And so they just stay locked right there. And then there's that, there's that fear. It's a fear. It's a confrontation of fear of what if I don't have what it takes to get through? And what if it fails? And what if it doesn't take off the way that I need it to? And well, let's face it, you would de- do a lot of things if you had some specific guarantees. Like if I could guarantee you today that you could press into your dream and it would reproduce or tomorrow you'd have all of your current salary replaced, wouldn't you press into your dream? Like wouldn't wouldn't there just be no question about it? Like, heck yeah, let's do this. If I can do anything I want or the the thing of my core desire tomorrow and tomorrow I'd have all of my salary that I currently have. There's no question in that. Of course I'm going to do it. But the, the the thing is, is that that's not a guarantee. And and there is going to be some pity your stomach, uncomfortable moments where you're like, I don't know what's going to happen here. I don't know how we're going to make it through this. There is a pathway to navigate through it. I'm taking a lot of people down this pathway right now. And it's it's really um, in, amazing. It is an amazing journey to be on because it teaches you th- some things about yourself that you never knew were possible before. And one of those things is your capacity when it comes to toughness. Toughness is the discipline required to meet the demands of a brutal business world. 
It is tough in this world. It is a lot tougher than I thought it would be. Two facets of things that I'm learning right now. It's tougher than you thought it would be. And we're going to get to that. I'm going to expound on that in just a minute. But I also have recognized that there's a lot of nice people out there. And what do I know about these nice people? They've all cut their teeth on what you're doing today. Some, some of them, not all of them. Um, many of them have cut their teeth doing the thing that you're doing right now. And so they have an affinity for what you're facing and what you're going through. Toughness is the discipline required to meet the demands of a brutal business world. I also want to say this, tenacity is the toughness to keep at it from every angle. There's just this, there's just this, I, I'm not giving up on this. I will keep at it over and over and over again. I will wake up with a renewed determination, a renewed spirit to come at this, this business idea, this business angle, it will produce, it will give me what I want it to give me. Um, it's the thing that's just going to keep, make me keep at it. I've been saying this phrase a lot lately, probably since I wrote it in my, in this like podcasting notebook that I've kept for a while now. And I think I just kind of originated this statement right here. And um, I've been saying it, I've been marinating it on it a lot. But this truth seems to really resonate with me a lot. And, and I think it will with you also. The intensity to continue is tougher than the intensity to begin. And what I mean by that, I've seen this along the way and along of many stages of the way. But we have this, this determination to begin. And y'all, I was amazed at myself when I began the, whatever the thing was that I was beginning in that moment, I was amazed at how much accomplishment I could get in a, a given period of time. But the, the danger then becomes is how do you continue that? Because the momentum that you started with is not necessarily the momentum you need to continue with. It's like driving a stick shift car, right? You get into first gear and you're impressed with yourself. I remember teaching my son to drive and the first time that he really got okay with, you know, before we jerking ourselves through the parking lot. And this is just like back and forth and back and forth and start and stall and start and stall and all these things. But when he finally got on the road and he finally got to get moving, it was amazing, you know, right up until 10 miles an hour and the car is peaked out at like 4,000 RPM because you've got to shift gears. I mean, this is what it's like in business because at some point along the way, you've got to shift gears. And while shifting gears in a car is one thing and shifting gears in a business is quite another, the toughness is, is that you can't stay comfortable at that super slow first gear speed. You've got to shift gears. What does it look like for you to shift gears in business? I don't know, but I do know this, that the intensity to, to continue is much, much, much tougher than the intensity it, it is to begin. You've, you've got to find that, that courage, that, that courageous appeal to kind of continue at it. Um, I want to say this about expectations because because we cause <laughs> I'm sorry because we come at toughness with expectations or because we come at this idea that we're up against with the idea of expectations and I expect that it's going to go this way and then when it doesn't go that way we get discouraged right discouragement sets in and then what do we do from there but expectations have the capacity to make or break you faster than any other thing. It is most cl closely connected to your mindset. And if your mind is set on something that doesn't happen, you may be tempted to give up rather than reposition. You got to be able to gauge this along the way and be able to recognize something that needs to be cut early and quickly rather than just continue on with something because it was your plan. 
you know, typically we get a little bit married to our plan and the plan has to be fluid and flexible because the plan is only um, a vehicle to get you to the destination. But if the plan, you know, if you burn the tires out of the plan, the vehicle, the vehicle runs out of gas. If the engine dies in the vehicle, then you've got to change vehicle. You don't just you don't just stop the destination and say, okay, we'll just, we'll just camp here for the rest of our lives. No, you got to be quick and agile and, and calculated and decisive in your trajectory and your knowledge and your pursuit in the, in the questions that you look at it. It's one of my angles. I don't think I've talked through this before. Um, I talked through this idea of um, evaluation and um, uh, evaluation when it comes to the processes you're involved with. When I was in the church world, I called it tight Tuesday and we had this Tuesday process that we would go through a questionnaire that we would talk through and, and it would kind of give us an ability to analyze what took place on Sunday. And so we would critique every moment of it. And and I'm finding the same, the same truth applies to every business deal and every business practice as you go along. Anytime you have a big something, there should be an immediate or a, a couple days later, you should have a debrief over that thing and, and really kind of catch the pulse on did it work? Was it effective? Was it the way that we wanted it to go? Would it, was it what we needed it to be? What would we have done better? And, and get really hard on yourself because what I recognize is this, is that no one raises the bar for you. They just meet you at your level of expect or at your level of deliverable. And then they judge you based on, was it what they expected or not expected? You have to be able to analyze for yourself. Was that what it should be? And how could I do it better? Was there, was there a process involved in this that that uh, wasn't what it should be. You know, I recently did a uh, an event for a an organization, and one of the reviews I got back wasn't so stellar, and, and it caused me to like step back and think a minute. Like, wh- what happened? What what was the disconnect, or what was the the confusion? And and you know, you take you take sometimes um, snarky reviews or something, and you take them kind of with a grain of salt, and and you kind of just have to recognize the fact that um, you know that's that's going to be the thing. It's going to be fine. It's not going to be any big deal, but um, you move on and, and you analyze, okay, what, what was the truth involved in that? And what could I learn from it? And what could I benchmark? And what could I, what could I amend and do better? A couple of things that I would tell you when it comes to this idea of toughness, number one, expect the unexpected. There's always going to be something along the way that just comes up and I didn't see that coming. I've got to navigate it and I've got to deal with it. So be aware of that. Do your, you know, your gut level best to be able to look at an, a situation from every angle before you get into it and see what kind of things could creep up from the corners that are kind of hidden in the shadows. What should you be anticipating that you're not currently seeing? You know, we get married to an idea or we get married to an outcome before we even step foot in the process. And then we get a little bit dis- disheartened or dis- discouraged when it didn't go exactly how we had it planned. Well, that is the very nature of expecting the unexpected. Um, get comfortable with that. But at the same time, I think you should plan for the best possible outcome. Don't be pessimistic in, in situations. I lived so many years of my life as a pessimist. I was so skeptical about everything that was coming at me. And man, it was just, man, I'm surprised that my wife's have stuck with me for this long, given the pessimistic nature that I've had about everything. But honestly, pessimism has to do with fear. It really comes down to a fear-based mentality that I had rooted in my life. And it was what was causing me to do what I was doing. And, and it was wrong. I wasn't planning for the best possible outcomes. I was, I was planning, I was expecting the worst. And when you expect the worst, 
you get the worst. We had some good things that came along in our life. And I, I don't know that they're but anything but the grace of God. I'm at a spot now where I've learned and I've grown enough to be able to recognize the fact that I can grow on from here and I can start planning best possible outcomes instead of just, you know, hoping that I haven't seen all the good possible outcomes in my life thus far. Plan for the best possible outcome. I also want you to know this truth. Whatever it is, you know, whatever you're placing on the other side of it, if it's your business that you're trying to build, if it's a, a life status that you're trying to get to, or if it's a a, a something, a life-changing moment, whatever, it's going to take longer, it's going to cost more, and it's going to be harder than you can imagine. Just kind of know that going into it. You know, we all want these things of like, you know, I'm going to get through the pain quick, and I'm going to get through the, the, the trauma fast. Um, and, and this is why I go back to that statement, the intensity to continue is going to be tougher than the intensity to begin. Some of you are decades into your process and what it took to continue. You look back on, you're like, man, I'm proud of myself for what we accomplished there. And that was amazing and great. But these days are tough. This is ridiculous. But let's face it at the same time, what you're experiencing, what you're receiving today, you maybe never thought you would get to in the days of your beginning. And you can't even fathom going back to what it was in the beginning. And now here you are decades later and you're accomplishing so much more than you thought you could imagine, but it's still tough. It's going to take longer. It's going to cost more and it's going to be harder than you would imagine. I would also encourage you this to practice some physical toughness to help you prepare for the mental toughness. Well, what does that mean? It means that you shouldn't always make the comfortable choice. This is why it's it's important for you to put your body into submission. It's, it's important for you to do something of a fast every once in a while for a period of time because it, it, it reminds you mentally that I've got to be in control. I've got to make some decisions that my body is going to be uncomfortable with. And, and those are necessary and they're important and they're okay. You know, let me, let me kind of walk through a little bit about who I am and what I do for just a minute before we kind of wrap up this podcast. Um, my business, Kevin Elworth Coaching, exists to help you level up in your leadership, to break through the lids that are restraining you and holding you back from the place where you are right now. Whether it is in it is in life personally or with your company, there is a pathway that takes you deeper and more profoundly to the places of your greatest ability. Companies and organizations are hiring me right now to walk walk with them towards succession, as well as the day to day implications of leadership de development. If you're stuck and you need to get traction, it's time to engage in a coaching conversation. In the show notes, you'll find some links to set up a discovery call. And I really look forward to personally getting connected with you and discover where you need to grow next. That's what this is all about. I've had a lot of different organizations and companies bring me in for that very purpose. I'm working with a lot of individuals right now who are trying to go from here to there. And it's just that toughness that they've got to conquer to be able to navigate through it. One of the things I do with this is I, or do for this is I offer a, a, it's pretty regularly now. I offer a free coaching conversation that I'm just calling chasing purpose. And I think I've got another one coming up here. Um, not too long from now. Again, I'll put a link in the show notes for you to sign up for that, but it's a simple conversation designed around helping you unearth some things that are kind of buried deep inside of you and figure out where do I want to grow next? What is deep inside of me that wants to unearth itself and what could be kind of simmering there that wants to ignite and really, really burst into flames. We have a um, one of the ways we heat our house 
we have like four different heating things in our house. We have two, um, you know, like furnaces, one on each side of our pro- our house here. We have a fireplace in the living room and then we have a, a radiant floor heater. And that's my favorite. I love having a heated floor. It's so awesome having a warm floor all the way through our house. Our, we, we live in a ranch style house, slab of concrete, and the concrete is always warm. I love that. Um, but to heat it, I have this big furnace outside. It's fire fueled and wood burning and it has like a 200 gallon water tank in it and so the fire inside warms the water boils the water actually and that sends it through our our house and there's a heat transfer station and that transfers the heat under our floor and it's an amazing system and the i can literally put yesterday i went out cut cut some firewood for this this thing i dragged drug two trees back to this thing and cut them up with my chainsaw and I stuck two whole trees worth of wood into this firebox. Today, right now, it's it's more. It's now 24 hours after I did that. Both of those trees are already burned up and gone. They're gone. And um, I already had to ref- refill that firebox this morning. But it's got this system on it that will, you know, when, it, when the temperature drops below a certain level, Actually, it's supposed to have a system like that. I had to convert it because that temp, that gauge broke and I haven't figured out how to replace it yet. But so what I did is I put an Alexa plug out there on it, on the fan. And so I go into my Alexa app and I can click the button and it opens up this, this trap door essentially and turns on a blower and it blows air into that, into that box and reignites this fire. And within 10 minutes, I can have that whole thing boiling again, raging fire, fire even coming out the chimney of this. It's awesome. It's epic, man. I love it. So cool. I'm so glad I installed that into my property. And and we have that because we literally have a forest of firewood all around us. It's just amazing. Um, I probably never exhaust all the firewood that we have here in our property. But that's what this idea of chasing purpose does. It ignites a fire, it blows a fan on the fire that's just kind of smoldering inside of you and ignites this tenacious desire to fulfill something that really God himself has equipped you to do. And it's one of the passions that I've really grown to love about the idea of contentment and and potential and what God really wants to do with and in and through your life and that is there for you. I would love to kind of walk with you in that process. And maybe it's time for us to set up a discovery call and get some one-on-one time and really drill down into what could this could become. But the, the idea of tenacity, and I want to leave you with this, tenacity or toughness, is that no matter what, no matter what, I will not quit. I'm writing a book right now, and uh, I'm actually meeting with my writing coach here in just a few minutes. And um I'm writing this book about determination and possibility, and I haven't centered on a title yet. I really love, it's based on the verse from Philippians 4, um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And that become a really amazing truth to me um, last year when it came full circle and I felt like I really understood what that meant and what it was, but I can do this. I can do this. If we just keep that determined mentality, that mindset and just keep coming at something and keep beating on something and keep going after it and never quit, never give up. You will see amazing improvement and amazing traction, amazing accomplishment in your life because of your tenacity. Tenacity is that no matter what, I will not quit. I will not give up. And I just want to, one more time, I want to send you off with this quote. The intensity to continue is tougher than the intensity to begin. So get intense. 
Get intense about where you're at, about where you're wanting to go, and about what you want to do to get there. Thanks so much for uh, being with me today. This has been fun. I hope it's been encouragement and challenge to you. Um, hey, maybe consider giving me a share on this. I'd love to expand my audience a little bit. And then if you would, just take a moment, drop down below, and uh, give me some credibility. Let let me know through some comment, through um, some a rating what this means to you, how it helps you, encourages you, and develops you in what you're doing and what you're going after. And then finally, man, I'd love to know what you're wrestling with. What are you hung up on in your business, in your life that you would just love for me to speak into a little bit? And uh, I would love to plan that into my upcoming my upcoming uh, podcast shows. So thanks so much for being with me today. If I can do anything to help you and encourage you, don't hesitate to let me know. We'll talk soon. Thanks.